0: Players Podcast stand by. Places please. Hosts and guests, places please. House lights go. Curtain go. Podcast
1: go. Welcome to Places Please, a podcast produced by the Community Players Theater in Beatrice, Nebraska. I'm Jamie Olmer, managing artistic director at the theater, and this is season 4, episode 5 for our regular season production of A Christmas Story: The Musical. This show is the third production in our 2022-2023 regular season. Coming up in Act 2, we talk to cast member and longtime CP volunteer Callan Williams about playing the old man, not once, but twice in this show. But first, Act 1. If you've never heard of A Christmas Story, you obviously have never turned on a television during the month of December. This show is a musical adaptation of the perennial holiday movie, which came out in 1983. The film was only modestly successful at the time. It was on subsequent TV broadcast that it truly developed its legendary status. The movie is based on several short stories from author Gene Shepard in his book In God We Trust, All Others Pay Cash. The story centers around Ralphie Parker, a loose stand-in for Shepard himself, and his quest to convince his parents he should get a Red Ryder carbine-action 200-shot range model air rifle for Christmas, despite the constant warning that he'll shoot his eye out. The film and stage adaptation are filled with many iconic moments, including Ralphie's dad winning a leg lamp, finding out if your tongue will stick to a cold flagpole, bumpus hounds, neighborhood bullies, and a picky eater little brother. This version of the show debuted on Broadway in 2012, earning several Tony Award nominations, including for Best Musical and Best Score. The music is by Benj Pasick and Justin Paul known for such shows as Greatest Showman and Dear Evan Hansen. Community Players has previously produced the duo's musical, James and the Giant Peach, and we were one of the first theaters to produce their review called Edges as the inaugural production in our Young Adult series. This is not the first time Community Players has produced a Christmas story, however. In 2005, we staged the non-musical version of the show. That adaptation was written in 2000. A few fun facts connecting our two productions. A few of the props in this show were actually created in 2005. We keep a lot of stuff in storage. Some of the sound cues were also built for the 2005 show. Honestly, I was surprised as you are when I opened the archive folder in our long-term storage hard drive and I found all the old audio files that I had built for the show back in 2005. One last bit of recycling is Callan Williams, who played the old man back then, and reprises the role for this show. We'll talk with Callan in just a few minutes. A big difference between the two versions, of course, is the music and big production numbers. And let's just say the major award song requires a total of more than 20 versions of a certain iconic prop. You'll have to come to the show to find out. I direct and choreograph the production, with Connor Husa as music director, and Sterling Johnson as stage manager. There are 24 members of the cast, including 12 actors, making their regular season CP debut with this production. Our show runs approximately 2 hours and 10 minutes, including a 10-minute intermission. The show is rated a 2 on our production rating scale, that means it is for broad audiences, or the equivalent of a PG movie. That brings down the curtain for act one. Stand by for act two. Well, Callan, thank you so much for coming in and joining us on the podcast today.
0: Hi. How's it going?
1: (laughs) Good, good. Um, So first off, um, tell us a little bit about the character that you play in the show. Okay, I'm playing
0: the old man um also known as Frank Parker um, he's the dad of the family that um I, I just keep trying to say should I give spoilers away but I think everybody knows <laughs> I think the show. everybody
1: is probably uh, a little yeah. familiar with the show yeah, so
0: his son's the one that wants the Red Rider be begun for Christmas, and that's pretty much what the story's about and and I'm so that's the part I'm playing is the dad he's kind of a Oh, he's a disciplinarian yeah, a little bit, but he's also a very loving father. And, and he just doesn't show it
1: as often as some other fathers do. Mm-hmm. Um, so this isn't your first time visiting the old man. Um, you were part of our 2005 production of the non-musical version of this show, playing the same role. Um, what's it been like to revisit a character after about 17 years? Well, you know uh, um, at first
0: when, uh, I almost decided I didn't want to do it because I've done it before. And then you get that little trap going in your mind where you say, well, what should I do different this time? People see me do the show this way before. And then you go, well, then it, you come full circle and you go, well, it was good the last time. It's gotta be <laughs> good this time. And there are some things that I'm doing that are exactly how I did it. I mean, they've just come back to me how I did it, um, 17 years ago. And, you know, because there is a difference between a straight play and a musical, and they're not all the dialogue and stuff. Um, there are a lot of new things that I've had to adapt to. And um, actually, I don't, I don't know if you remember, but the whole set's reversed from what it was 17 years ago. The
1: yeah, the yeah. kitchen
0: was on the other side, and the it was so everything i'm doing is pretty much reversed. So that kind of helps a little bit <laughs> but you have you do have to get the you know the mindset that hey you know you're doing a great job and what you did before it was good it's still going to be good and you know not worry about that you know that at first that was in my mind i was like i gotta find something different to do and uh, <laughs> then i realized no no i just uh Swear like the old man and and <laughs> be wild and crazy and it it'll, it'll work.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think that the uh, the fake uh, profanity is is probably one of the uh, aside from his obsession with a certain lamp um, is one of or is one of his most uh, defining traits is that a string of fake profanity that he goes off on. Um, has, has there been any challenges in in uh, in in all those uh, fake gobbledygook words?
0: Um. It has been that has probably been the biggest thing to relearn because I hate to say I swear, but I, I, I swear with real swear words, <laughs> and, and so to relearn the the fake ones, um, I think thinking back to the the straight version, the non musical version, the swear words were you know, things like summoning bishop, and they kind of sounded like swear words without being swear words and this one they're a lot more gobbledygook kind of stuff mm-hmm. my, my favorite one is corn doodle do <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, any of the uh, fake profanity going to be uh, adopted into your regular uh, speech now i, I doubt it <laughs> <laughs> um so we you kind of mentioned it a little bit but you know what's been the difference um, about playing the role in the musical version um as compared to the play oh well um you know obviously the music. And uh, the old man
0: part is uh, very integral to telling the story with the music. He's He's got a, a couple big production numbers. that So he I think he stands out a little more than he did in the straight play, um, which is advantageous because anybody who's seen the movie and seen the play, they know how the story goes. But if you haven't seen the musical, you know, there's some new amazing things that are going to wow and amaze you. So it, it adds a whole new element to the show.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think you're exactly right that the old man gets uh, kind of he kind of gets his due in the musical version, um, and so does so does uh, the mom. Um, you know, they you guys both get these featured songs um, that are, are both memorable for different reasons. Um, uh, and we don't want to give too much away as yeah. as as so that, even as we're recording right now they're working on assembling some some stuff uh, for that one big production number. Yeah, <laughs> the, the mom has some really sweet ballads that she sings that I,
0: I think are just wonderful for the show.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and how is the show itself different um, from your point of view from the, the, the play version and the movie and then compared to the um, this musical version? Mm-hmm.
0: Well, um, I think the biggest thing is in the, both the play version and the movie, it all centers around Ralphie and Ralphie's the main character, which he should be. And, uh, the other people are just kind of there to support the story. And this kind of fleshes things out a little more. I mean, there you get, you get to see the old man. I I said this to a cast member that in the movie, the old man buys the gun and that's the only thing in the whole movie where he's, um, shows that he's a loving father mm, mm-hmm. and you, if you're not very astute and you don't pick it up on that, you don't realize, Oh yeah, he is a loving father. He, you know, throughout the movie, he's just a cranky old man that swears a lot. <laughs> and, uh, you know, in this play, he's got some songs and he's got some moments that he, ac- he actually shows the caring father side of him a little more. And he, the character is more fleshed out in, yeah. his, in this musical. And which I thought was great because, you know, it gives me a little more to work with. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Well, let's talk about you personally and your involvement with community players. You are a pretty familiar face um, on the CP stage and around the organization. When did you first get involved with uh, the theater? Oh,
0: this uh, it's been 22 years ago, I guess. I drove <laughs> by the theater and they were doing Anything Goes. And I said, I did that show in high school. That'd be fun to do. And I decided to come down and try out. I, I really thought they wouldn't give me a part. I, I I thought they were going to be a group of people that was pretty tight knit and they wouldn't let any new people in. But I got a part. I found out I was totally wrong about them. That they're <laughs> we constantly get new people here and the everybody's always accepted. It's just a wonderful place to be. And I think that's the biggest thing that's got me back is just how you know great it is to meet new people and how to how willing everybody is to work with everybody it's everybody always calls it their second family but it's like really close to being with your first family
1: <laughs> I mean, it's just a wonderful place to be um yeah so you yeah you you were hooked and you know it's about that uh, involvement and that's that sense of connection that you create with with casts and, and on an ongoing basis i think that keeps a lot of people coming back um you know you've you've served you served uh twice Uh, different times uh, on the board of directors. Um, You've also been the president of the board of directors. Um, uh, So uh, have there been things that, uh, other things that have kept you coming back and involved and, and also how have you seen the organization change over the 22 years that you've been involved?
0: Um, Well, we've, we've grown, we've got a lot, done a lot more shows. I think when I first started, we only had four season ticket shows and, uh, so you know new seating we've gotten in here um we constantly try to improve our facilities and stuff and even with all that you know going back to it it's still the same level of fun it's always been um i've often told people and i know this is going to sound really like i'm a diva or something but I, <laughs> i'm i'm afraid to go to another theater and and uh, do a show there for fear that i won't have as much fun as i'm having here <laughs> and it's not just the fact I would have, have to drive there and stuff, cause, but I'm I'm worried about it. We get a lot of people from out of town that keep coming back that because they have more fun here than they do elsewhere. So, I mean, that's, um says a lot about the organization is
1: how well people enjoy their time here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Talk a little bit about some of the other things that you've done um, behind the scenes. You For a while, you know, you were in charge yeah. of set construction and you still help out considerably with set construction. I do.
0: I, I really do like um, working with wood and building sets and um, reusing stuff and trying to save us money as much as we can when we build them, but uh, I enjoy that. I actually, way back when you were celebrating your, I think, 250th show you directed, I on a whim went through the archives and looked and uh, i've actually been involved in more shows than you've directed <laughs> well that would make sense that would make sense <laughs> and so um yeah i've done a lot of set building and i like it uh, my knees are starting to say hey you gotta knock that off but <laughs> I, I still try to help out as much as i can i'm one of the, I'm not only a familiar face on stage but I'm, I'm pretty much one of those guys that in a pinch you can call and say hey can you? Can we use your truck? Can we use your muscle? And nine
1: times out of ten, I'll say, yep, I can be there. Yeah, and we really appreciate that. Your 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 truck is just as valuable as you are. Sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah. And uh, there's a, a piece of scenery, you know, in this show that you uh, kind of are took a little extra effort in. Yeah. Uh, do you want to talk about that just a little bit? Yeah. So the the old man's car
0: um this is i made a kind of a i'm kind of proud of it it looks kind of cool but i went and researched what a 1940 oldsmobile looks like and made a um kind of a 3d cutout of the front end of an oldsmobile to put on the car it only comes out once in the show but it's going to look good yeah yeah it looks really
1: cool It it really does i was i was impressed i walked into the shop the other day and i saw it sitting on the floor and then i'm like Oh, well, that's what Callan's been doing back here. <laughs> um, so uh, looking ahead to the future a little bit, um, what's your hope for the future of community players? Well, I would
0: like to see them to keep um, growing and expanding. Um, really, the thing that's been the 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 burr on my sight, even back when I was a board member, is that this current building we're in is rather old. It's... Um, we've outgrown its size and we need a bigger place and it'd be really nice to have a place that's a built as a theater, not another building that we converted. And, uh, and you know, I don't know what the push come to shove. It's going to be to make that happen or how, where that's going to happen, but it just hasn't been in the cards so far. And that's kind of the only downer I have with the theater, Is that hmm. I was kind of hoping we could get that going but it, it doesn't look like it's going to happen and it's been you know I, like I said back when I was on the board we talked about it and it, we're still hoping but we're we're not we're still putting on great shows here but we're really it's really starting to get run down here and so I would like for the future hopefully while I'm still around to, to see the place get its own theater I mean we've been 45 years now
1: uh 47
0: 47 yeah so yeah it's it's a past time where we
1: should have an actual live theater building a building that was that was built to be a theater as opposed to a repurposed um facility like we have now yeah um you know and that's that's been one of the things that uh i've been i've been wishing um for the last many years that we could uh, move forward on something like that and and uh Hasn't been in the cards yet, but uh, who knows? At least it's in a conversation mode with a lot of people in the community. Yeah, that's always good. Um, So coming back to A Christmas Story, why do you think people are, frankly, obsessed with this show? Uh, Is it it just people are passionate about leg lamps? Um, (laughs) What do you think it is? Well, that's a good question.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I personally don't like watching the movie because the... To me, the narrator's like having somebody talk to, talk behind you at the movie telling you what's going to happen. <laughs> but the story is, you know, it's a kid who's um, really, really wants a Christmas gift. And it's for boys, especially that age, it, a BB gun is kind of a, a big, um, it's almost like getting your first car when you get your BB gun. It's a you know, kind, of, kind of a rite of passage. And so it, that result, you know, a lot of people say, hey, wow, that, yeah, I remember when I got my BB gun. I know, you know, that's kind of like a growing up at the same time, still hanging on to, I hope somebody's going to give me this gun. And so I think that's one of the things that really stands out with people. Plus the fact it's funny. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it is a funny movie and the, the, state both the straight play and the musical are, are funny there's some really hilarious moments in it the the kids do a couple songs that are you'll be just remember as you leave the theater cuz they just go they go right to the core of the matter and I don't want to give too much away but Yeah. <laughs>
1: The kids have a lot of energy in the show, let's they say that. <laughs>
0: there's, a, there's a couple of them that just need to walk across the stage and the audience are
1: going to love them. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so when people come to see this show, what do you hope that they take away from it?
0: Um, well, I hope they get a little more into the holiday spirit and they uh, really have a good time. I um, hope I don't flub any of my lines. <laughs> <laughs> and if I do they just think I'm swearing so
1: yeah that's right <laughs> hey you can just do that you know <laughs> you get tongue tied you can just flippity gibbet rap rap free voodoo, boodoo <Yeah>, motor flogging
0: <laughs> so i you know i really hope that they enjoy the show well, i know they're going to enjoy the show there i've seen countless shows here and there it hasn't been any that i haven't enjoyed that it, you know I've gone to movies in the movie theater and got, come out going well there was a waste of 2 hours of my life <laughs> but that's never happened here at the theater there's always somebody that that'll do something will make it an enjoyable uh,
1: experience at the theater so I'm sure
0: our audience will enjoy it
1: yeah is there anything else that you want to add as we uh, wrap up this uh, little chat
0: well um
1: i be Yes, please
0: come see it. I mean, I dyed my hair to look younger for this role. So <laughs> at least, you know, if that should be worth the price of a mission, I would yeah. think. Um, don't make me come and swear at you, I guess. Come yeah. come see the show.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, you heard it. You know, if you do not want Callan on your front yard yelling at you uh, in fake swear words, get tickets for Christmas Story. Callan, thank you so much for coming in and uh, chatting for a little bit about the show. You're welcome. It's been fun. It's time for The Curtain Call. This podcast is a production of Community Players Theatre in downtown Beatrice, Nebraska. Our production of A Christmas Story the Musical runs two weekends, December 9th through the 11th and the 16th through the 18th. Tickets are available by calling the box office or visiting our website. Next up on the CP stage in February is the regular season production of Murder on the Orient Express. I'm Jamie Ulmer. This has been Places Please, and we'll see you at the theater.
0: Curtain in? House lights up? Thank you, podcast. Make sure to reset your props and hang up your costumes.